0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary, Didn't Watch.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary, Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies.
1: I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them, and I tell you about them so that you don't have to watch them. We're missing our Henley this week, mm. which is scary in and of itself. It's true. But other than that, Emily, did anything scary happen to you this week?
2: Um, Did anything scary happen to me this week? Well, first, I just want to really quickly say this is not scary. This is joyous. This is such a reason to celebrate, which is that we are currently recording on July 3rd, which is, I mean, first, I'll just say it's Silas Hamlin, Henley's Child's first birthday. Huge happy birthday to him. Happy birthday, (laughs) Silas. Silas. He's one.
1: He's listening. I know you're listening listening, listening, and
2: understanding all of this. And um and not to be outshone. Sorry, Silas, I love you. Honestly, obviously more, but um today is the 60th birthday of America's national hero, Tom Cruise. And (laughs) I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I didn't realize I didn't realize it was his 60th. It's his 60th. It's a big day. This is birthday. a big day today. It's a huge day. He saved the movies this year. He saved the movies. He brought them back. He's our hero and I his highest box office ever. It's incredible. Like it's a it is a perfect film. I I have spent so much time on this podcast talking about Tom Cruise, so it's fine. I will let it go. But I just happy birthday, Tom. I love you. And <laughs> the scary thing that happened to me this week. So recently, Sammy, you've been talking about how mosquitoes are back, which sorry yeah. to sorry to bring it up for you again. Um, <laughs> you know what else is back in the summer? Oh, no. Cockroaches. Flies. OK, no. You know, God, knock on wood. I never I don't really have, I've never really had a big cockroach problem.
1: Which I, oof. I do get them sometimes. My I know landlord. you do, and so does Henley. What does my landlord Wa- call them again? Water bugs. <laughs> Water bugs. That's right. It's They're like, absolutely no, no, cockroaches. No. They're
2: cockroaches. They're cockroaches. Um, no, but I get Ew,
1: flies. Flies.
2: And let me tell you something. I a certain and you I know you'll understand this, Amy, because this happens to you with mosquitoes again. Sorry to mention it i get so like i like a part of me awakens when there is a fly in my home oh it's primal it, i like <laughs> fixate in such a way that i'm like nothing else can get done until i get this fucking yeah. fly oh god i'm familiar i'm familiar with the feeling they're like big they're like getting bigger Ew. i don't know they're big and and they that buzzing noise
1: and you do have four cats in the house, though. Uh-huh. Which is maybe a helpful thing yes, to but they go, kill the, the flies. They you
2: know, the cats can only get up so high and the and True. so they're trying they are actually trying. Theo has finally. he's been like all over the place trying to get after um a fly today which is great. But it's just like I uh, like I just I get so mad and I like have to kill I have to kill them and I will like yep. smack the shit out like it, it's like a I
1: like Revel in the like Smashing yes, I of like, life I, I don't like who I become it's when cr- a mosquito it's, and, I, I, and it's like I want the mosquito To suffer as much as I'm suffering It becomes not just about killing the mosquito But about like destroying I it. need to like See you explode yeah.
2: <laughs> And, <laughs> and so, so This is the first summer that Joel and I Have lived together and so he's never seen this firsthand. he knows about it he knows about it But this is the first time <laughs> seeing it And we had a fly In our bathroom <laughs> <laughs> Day. And I and I get glad when it gets in a room like that because I can you shut on the your door war, your war <laughs> paint. I, just, I went and I got a big <laughs> roll of construction paper and I shut myself in the bathroom with it. And he was in the living room and I was just smack like I just wouldn't stop until I got it. And I did get it. But hell yeah. I, like I just am, like, you know, he, he, he's just really having to see it. And it's not pretty, but we're just, it's gonna, I just can't. I fucking hate flies. There's, like, one a day. Like, I'm killing them. Where the fuck are
1: they still coming from?
2: Yeah, I have a little gap in my
1: screen door. Yep.
2: And the screens are always open, or the windows are open, because it's hot.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to do about it. I need to, like, do some <laughs> DIY handiwork to Yeah, they seal. have little,
2: like, patches, like, screen patches at, um... Because like it's maddening. Um, it's, it's maddening. absolutely maddening. Yeah. And I really feel for you, because the mosquitoes are smaller, so it's like, you even got, like... Yeah. You gotta plug up the tiniest little holes. Never open your door, never let anyone in or out
3: (laughs) It's just just...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay I'm getting like worked I can like feel my blood pressure rising As I like talk about this Um, So instead, Sammy, did anything scary happen to you this week?
1: Uh, something a little scary did happen to me this week., um, as you know, I've been dabbling back in edibles. We know that I'm not good at knowing what amount to eat, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that sometimes the overthinking of that leads to disastrous consequences. <laughs> yeah, which means the past two times that I've done it, I had twenty five milligrams and two point five, and those are two very different experiences. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this time I did five, and then okay, after a few hours, I I did ten. Oh, you
2: added five. You didn't add it. I was you like, five. okay, I'm okay. feeling
1: okay. Okay, great. you waited a few hours.
2: That's it's what you're supposed to do. And yes. that's what I never do because I'm like, Ugh, well, I'm bored.
1: <laughs> I think I waited two and a half hours and I was great. like, this seems like a good amount of time. I'll have another one. And it was fine. Like I I never it was not as bad as the twenty five milligram day. Um, but Uh, It was while I was watching this week's movie, and it got to the point where I was like a little too stoned that I couldn't like follow (laughs) fast cuts anymore. Like, I was just like, "Mm, I'm getting a little lost here. I'm going to have to watch this tomorrow night. So I Uh I turned this off. But as I went to close, like getting ready for bed, I went to close. I have a back door that looks out onto the parking spaces. Mm -hmm. And behind my car, I saw what (laughs) seemed like a silhouette of an eight foot tall man. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> and it scared me so bad. Do you remember in the night house how um yes. she sees men in the negative space? Uh-huh. Of, it was it was like that. It was oh like God. the fence and the wall made what looked like a, the shape of a, man. a shadow of a very tall man. And I knew logistically it gets way too tall to be a man. <laughs> it's like it was so tall. So it's nothing or a monster. It was either nothing or a monster. And my way of dealing with it was okay. Close the door and I'm going to bed. <laughs> like I was just like, well, and I, it reminded me of how in horror movies, so many times people just ignore things, and you as an audience are angry at them. Like, right. There's obviously a problem here, but that is absolutely what I would do in a horror movie: is mm-hmm. just ignore it and go to bed. <laughs> and
2: hope for the best yeah it's like when i heard someone scream outside my apartment and i was like well i don't know what to do with that and i always think well if i scream someone will hear me and they'll do something and like they absolutely won't i didn't so well so it is nothing terrible happens to us which is kind of the hope you know regardless so true glad it wasn't a huge man that is the scariest thing in the whole world you know Maybe it was, and he left. <laughs> we'll never know. Well he thought he thought, well, she went back inside. What am I supposed to do?
1: Yeah, I've got bars on my windows, so good luck, man. Good luck to you. <laughs> um, but then the next night, I was coherent enough to watch this week's movie oh, Right, which is dog soldiers. Came out in 2002, written and directed by Neil Marshall, who is the writer-director of The Descent. Oh, wow. My favorite horror movie of all time. So uh, I've been very excited to talk about this movie. It is starring Kevin McKidd, Sean Pertwee, Emma Cleesby, and Liam Cunningham, and this was, like, not streaming for a long time in the U.S. I know. I remember the big thing was, like, you couldn't find it. You were really trying to find this for so long. I couldn't find it fucking anywhere. I bought it on Blu-ray. Before you had a Blu-ray player. <laughs> Before I had a Blu-ray player. But it's now <laughs> it's now finally available to everyone to rent for 2 dollars on Amazon. Thank God. Thank God.
2: Um, and thank God. We have a guest joining us this week to talk about this movie. He is an actor and comedian, host of fellow HeadGum podcast High and Mighty. Welcome to the pod, John Gabris. Woo!
4: Hi! Hi!
2: (laughs) Thank you so
4: much for having me. Uh, Oh
2: my gosh, thank you for being here.
4: I couldn't have been a better person to be a guest on this episode, as I consider myself quite the edibles expert and also... (laughs) Or maybe not yes. expert, but well-versed in the territory <laughs> yes. of edibles. Uh, I also, uh, The Descent is one of uh, mine and my wife's favorite horror movies. It's my wife's favorite and one of my favorites. It fucking and, rules. And I've been meaning to see Dog Soldiers for years, but like you said, hard to find on streaming. So when you guys asked, I checked your list of uh, audience recos and stuff I haven't uh, seen. And I was just like, fuck, let me see if Dog Soldiers is streaming. And it is, it and, it is. Fucking, yeah, and it fucking, and it fucking rolls. It's arguably not scary at all, Emily. If that makes you okay. feel okay, I was
1: gonna say Emily could definitely handle it. It's like got a lot of action in oh, it. And hell, I feel yeah. like any action horror, I feel I can like do action horror Emily cause cause can I handle. handle.
2: Yeah, yeah. If action.
4: it's not blood that scares you, if it's like the forebodings, like uh,
2: it's like the dread and the um, yeah. This movie is unsettling.
4: Not, this movie is paced in an interesting way, in that you kind of know what the problem is at like Great. minute minute. Th- 20, which not a lot Mm -hmm. of horror movies do, but Mm -hmm. I do think it's mostly like, uh, assault on precinct 13 or any, like, uh, we got to defend this tower kind of Mm -hmm. movie, but it's fucking Man, yeah. it's rad. Neil Marshall can do a lot with not a lot. That's like what he's kind of famous for.
1: Are those his only two? Like, bi- no. He, I was- it, he he went into a lot of TV. He de- directed some Game of Thrones. He directed and- Blackwater,
4: the most famous episode of Game of Thrones, the one where all the boats catch fire. Yes, and
1: then, <gasps> and the other one he directed was also good too. I can't yeah. oh, remember. Wow, what- well, oh Watchers on the Wall was the other oh one. Oh my god, he- what a fucking stud. yeah dud. <laughs> yeah,
4: right? he's got like he's got he's got real like real solid skill set in making not a lot of money go a long way because like Mm -hmm. not once does dog soldiers look expensive but not once does it feel like cheap to the degree like Mm, right it feels like in a sam raimi kind of way cheap but it's never goofy it's so fucking cool i mean it's funny so much is going on in this movie and it's such like a bros hanging out movie too like uh without you know it's not like misogynistic or toxic masculinity but it's a lot of like dudes being dudes and busting balls and shit and uh
2: when there isn't toxicity like folded into that i love that shit like i have no problem with a movie that is doing that i absolutely love it in fact i think when it can separate toxicity it's like great give me more of this see you don't need to be the fucking assholes in order to be men
4: <laughs> a whole nother layer of it is that they're british too so you get like the british slang and the british lads lad culture mate culture you know and it's like Hell that's yeah. at least different than like uh the homophobic culture of early 2000s american masculinity like yes. uh, yep. so it's yep. it's pretty rad to see to see it it also gives it that even more mysterious feel, even though they are white people speaking with uh, British <laughs> accents, it still feels distant and weird, and
2: uh-huh. like
4: like you're like you're hearing a, a legend or something like that. There's just even Ooh. that minor tweak that they are in England or Scotland yeah. in the case of the movie.
2: Ooh, okay, it works. I'm so excited to get into it. First, qu- just did anything scary happen to you this week?
4: Um, you mean besides the. Uh, slow descent to fascism in yeah, our country. Yeah, besides, besides, the fact <laughs>
2: that we are actively living in hell. Anything else?
4: Besides like the widely understood hellscape that we are currently yeah, uh, transitioning to. Moments uh, of humanity, yeah. yeah. Uh, besides that, I saw a bug. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I, I stayed... a sounds pretty scary. I, I stayed... I was traveling on the East Coast this uh, like a week or two ago and had a wedding in Cape Cod where no as they call them, which are <gasps> like the gnats that you can't see that chew up that your ankles. Bite Don't you. Know. Those oh. motherfuckers are brutal. So the whole time yeah. you were talking about that, that's what I was thinking of. They're so oh, no. bad.
2: They're little like b- sand beach bitey bugs. You literally can't see. And they just destroy you. And
4: you just, all of a sudden, you're just like, ooh, my legs itch. And then you wake up the next morning and you have like a hundred little bumps around your ankle. Oh, no.
1: Oh, I hate that very much. (laughs) Me too.
4: And you know, we didn't used to have mosquitoes in LA.
1: They I mean they've gotten out of control. It's crazy. I moved
4: here ten years ago, and ten years yeah. ago we had no mosquitoes None. in Los Angeles.
2: I think yeah. they came well like like around five years ago, I they think. They came like, on a
4: shipment of bamboo, apparently. Uh like a shipment of bamboo from uh, brought a bunch of mosquitoes over here and then they just and it got a little damper here and it's a little grosser here these days. So yeah. I think they just breed like fucking animals, you know, and the legal weed and the uh, sort of like that, like the bugs aren't going to leave for that. You know, we got perfect weather. Like the mosquitoes yeah. aren't going anywhere. We, we no. got to learn. We got to learn to live with them. Ugh. Yeah, oh, yeah. So the scary thing. that, And then the end of that trip, we stayed at my mom's house on Long Island and I stayed in my childhood bedroom and me and my wife were laying in bed. Now, I had been on a cocktail of mushrooms and uh german pilsners all day. But <laughs> I still stand by there was a weird noise, sound like a footsteps or a tapping. Eh. And uh, it's just me, my wife, my mom is upstairs in this giant fucking house and my my mom's dog. Dog wasn't moving, my mom wasn't moving. I keep hearing like the noise. And I just like roll over and look to see if i see anything and i'm like oh i'm just like bugging out a little bit it's like the house settling or whatever you know what whatever you tell kids Uh and then tiff my wife is like i hear that too did you just hear that and i'm like what no 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 no." she's like what the fuck is that and it's like my only like non-scary answer for what it might have been was stuff in the closet of the room we were staying in settling like falling like oh the sneaker the <laughs> sneaker fell a little sure, and, then another sure. and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of work uh, so <laughs> <typically>, <laughs> we're just like maybe it is a ghost and we're just like okay well we're going to sleep like we now have like the hippie ghost fear where we're like hey if you are here we have. We mean no trouble. You. We're just going to bed, yep. <laughs> and I'm Here on the mushrooms. Night. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> if you're uh, if you're gonna like sexually assault us, do both of us, please. Yeah, don't leave one <laughs> of the other ones jealous. Can it be a blowjob yeah. ghost, please? Like Ghostbusters? Can something thrilling happen from this?
5: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. H- gotta hope for the best.
2: Yeah, it's interesting that your first your thought is like, okay, uh, be a ghost in that closet. I'm thinking. Does someone live in that closet in a big house that that room is unoccupied? And they were like, "Oh shit, Ooh. somebody's here tonight," and they yeah. hid in
4: the closet. It's like the children beneath the stairs kind of An shit. <laughs> oh. sneaker. Ooh. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's probably also a little bit of like male privilege to be like, oh, it's probably a ghost. Meanwhile, my wife's like, it's a rapist breaking into the house. It's a human. It's a human here to (laughs) do harm to me because I am a woman. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. I'm like, it's probably a ghost, babe.
5: (laughs) Oh,
2: boy. Well, you made it out. Whatever it was, I hope, you know, if it's a ghost, respect them. If it's a human. Hopefully they're
4: still with me. Yeah, maybe they attach themselves to me and will slowly make me go insane over the course of time. Hey! Keep us
2: posted.
4: Yeah. Tricks on them. I'm quickly going insane and it's already been (laughs) happening since before. Things are already bad. (laughs) Do your worst. I'm already spiraling. Good luck, ghosts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, good luck to you. I've attached
2: myself to you.
4: (laughs) You're the one who's going to (laughs) get fucked over by this.
2: Uh, What is your relationship to scary movies in general? Sounds like you, I mean, you've seen The Descent, which means you can handle some fucking scary movies.
4: Uh Yeah, I'm not scared of any movies because I have like my I have like a dangerously logical brain where I'm like, it's a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> great. And, and I, <laughs> uh, I, I'm constantly fighting that because I want to be scared. Like when I see uh, a scary oh, wow. movie, mm-hmm. I want to be. And then I, I always liked horror movies. And when I was a real young, they scared me. And then when I was in like my late teens through my mid 20s, they didn't really do anything for me and i was like nah uh horror movies are whack or whatever but then (laughs) i got back into like i got really into movies overall in general like realized they were a passion of mine and like felt like found some top shelf horror movies that i really enjoyed then i got into weed in my (laughs) mid-20s
1: 2.5
4: 2.5 milligrams to start. Uh, um, I, I, I'm well aware of the the Sammy conundrum, the Sammy <laughs> paradox. 2.5 or
1: 25, <laughs> which one is the What's right What's the point? normal? What's the you, normal? You,
4: you just put the decimal point wherever you want after the <laughs> 250 milligrams. Let's ride.
1: <laughs> uh, oh my God, I would have died. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> no, you would have been, uh, you would have slept for 18 hours. Uh, you would have thought you were dying for a huge chunk. Oh, because <laughs>
1: I did. Yes, that's true. I did you Google, can you die? And you can't, no, so- you you
4: can't. I wouldn't have. You're right. No, you can't. You would have to, like, you could only die, like, if you <laughs> dropped the lit joint into gasoline-soaked pants or something like that. Like, weed cannot right. kill you. Um, yep. uh, without, like, actively pursuing death by, we- I guess maybe someone could prove us wrong by being like, oh, yeah. Right, because you can <laughs> die from, like,
1: drinking too much water. Probably right. just if you,
4: like, <laughs> yeah. were really trying to push it, you yeah. probably could. You probably could. <laughs> <But> it'd, be, <laughs> but it'd be tough. Uh, but uh, getting back into getting I guess it's technically back in the weed since I was smoking weed in junior high and shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Getting back into weed in my 20s made horror movies a little scarier, made haunted houses a little scarier, made scary yeah. movies or scary things a little scarier, just like it makes funny movies a little Cause funnier. Because it
2: like, turns off that logical brain a little yeah. bit.
4: It's a something mm-hmm. for that, or I get a little extra focused, or I have a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, the light paranoia that comes with getting stoned. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it is, But Weed, which, you know, ramps up my enjoyment of all movies, like adds a layer to horror movies, kind of lets you get tunnel visioned in there and lets you overthink it a little bit and lets you get Mm -hmm. scared. And then. As I got older and more into movies, the the shared experience of a horror movie in the theater is like something that is, uh, you know, it's just below uh, or just above a shared uh, comedy movie, a shared hilarious movie in a giant Mm -hmm, theater. Something about being in a large group of people with the exact same emotions at the same time that kind of is again i just sound like the 40 year old hippie that i've become but like there's something magical <laughs> about a bunch of strangers all feeling the same raw emotion of either there elation totally or fear at the same time like that's yeah that's a wild experience uh yeah. and like everyone cringing at this everyone knowing something and like we all know this the scaffolding of movies now so you know when the like you can feel oh, like yeah. oh they're building us up for a jump scare and that doesn't help you uh, manage it anymore or any less you're just still like here it comes and everyone it's just like, uh, and you hear like the, the sort of easier, more scaredy cats versus the less scaredy uh-huh. cats. You hear like the spectrum of like, when, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here, when they start getting a little nervous, <laughs> you hear when they take a when deep people breath,
2: hit their thresholds, like as it moves through the audience. Yeah. You know? Like,
4: yeah. Like, not a horror movie, but I saw Crimes of the Future, the David Cronenberg movie in the theater. And it was Oof. actually kind of a crowded theater. Uh, shout out L.A. where people <laughs> go see Cronenberg on opening day. But <laughs> at one point, a dude just goes, what the f-? Oh, no. It was seeing the movie Men with Tiffany, my wife. Um, happened in both movies. And if you've seen both, you'll know why. Uh, yeah, we've wa- talked
1: about both. We've discussed them. them,
4: yeah. Yeah, Men was just like, someone was like, what the f-? fuck at like that volume right behind us. And the entire crowd started laughing. We were all like, yes, that is the right attitude.
1: Yeah. It's an appropriate reaction for that, for that film, for sure.
4: Yeah, I mean, that, that whole movie is just like, oh, OK, yeah, cool. Holy <laughs> shit. I do not. I do not know what's going really on. It really ramps
1: up in that third act. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just when you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's sort of like, oh, no, never mind. No, 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 no. Don't get it. Don't know what he's going for at all. This is insane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. OK, I have some uh, stats and trivia about Dog Soldiers for us. Great. Uh, it has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 6.8 on IMDb. The budget was 2.3 million pounds. Mm. <laughs> Fancy.
4: <laughs> us.
1: And it made 5 million pounds. So, you know, not terrible. It didn't get a theater release in the, in the US. It got mm. released on the sci-fi channel. So, Neil Marshall was not thrilled about that, but. Still making five mil five million pounds, which is without a U.S. theater release. What's the exchange rate in two thousand and two? It's more than five million dollars.
4: Yeah, you got to throw inflation and conversion and currency on that. Yeah, that's
1: a lot. I'm short circuiting. I'm sure uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. But I don't a have lot of it. money. <laughs> uh, Neil Marshall chose to use dancers as the werewolves instead of typical stuntmen in order cool. to highlight. In order to highlight their grace and elegant movements, and the set was also designed size-wise to force the creatures have to bend upon entering, thereby h- highlighting their statuesque physiques. There are a few shots where they're like crawling in windows that look genuinely fucking freaky.
4: Ooh, they look, they're yeah. big. It's really, it's really kind of spooky in the way that, like, Cats the musical is spooky, like the, <laughs> like the yeah. strange movements. Like, this like- is wrong, and like, I
2: can't. Pinpoint why, but it feels bad to see
4: mm-hmm. five million pounds comes out to a little bit over six million pounds. Six million pounds in two thousand and three is the equivalent to nine point five million dollars. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm a math nerd, and once equations no, are thrown around, I gotta it. I gotta get in. Very
2: impressed. <laughs> we notoriously never check a single stat. We don't. We just I, throw I, things I,
4: out. I lied and about <laughs> all that math, and no one's gonna ever check that. So we're we're Gucci. True. Yeah,
1: we no. never would. Yeah. And we absolutely <laughs> never would. Never will. Um, Simon Pegg was offered a part in this film, but turned it down after Edgar Wright asked him to save his first horror role for Shaun of the Dead in 2004. Wow, It's interesting to like ask an actor to save your I first think, horror role.
4: I think because they wrote it. They wrote Shaun of the Dead together uh yeah. simon uh i think nick frost even wrote on it too i don't remember but yeah i think it was like their collaboration so edgar was probably like no not yet please we need- please yeah. wait right, <laughs> right. Save it, save it, save simon, it because clearly simon pegg had a little bit of a career before this or right. it was at least audition Man, for, not yeah. and whatnot yeah exactly and uh that was with edgar too so i th- i i feel like he was uh i mean that's a bold thing to ask a friend, but it looked like that gamble worked out well. Seems like they Tank. made the yeah. right call, I'm not, yeah.
1: I'm not mad about it. Sure, I would have liked to see him in this movie, but he's, you know, obviously- He's doing great. Shaun of the Dead is iconic, so yeah, can't go wrong. Um, Kevin McKidd, who plays the protagonist um, Cooper in this film, cracked a rib in the first few days of shooting, but hid it from Neil Marshall for fear of being replaced and eventually decided the pain was too much to bear and revealed the injury, at which point Marshall did indeed fire him and replaced him with Jason Statham. But then Jason Statham had to back out due to scheduling conflicts with ghost of Mar- Ghosts of Mars and McKid was rehired after his injury healed up.
4: Great stressful
1: wow. stressful order of events there for Kevin McKidd but are you guys are you guys Grey's Anatomy fans i <laughs> i was at a time certainly I it's been on really for 1000 years so i yeah. haven't stayed yeah. stayed true to
4: I it i left before dr owen hurt like i i he was like mm-hmm. right at the tail end of my enjoyment of grey's like he came in but i guy? guess that's kevin yes. mckidd would have uh, go on to do like several hundred more episodes of and grey's. make
2: like all the money in the world probably
1: that's what i was like thinking about these actors that are in these TV shows that just run forever—it like made me a little sad that we don't have more Kevin McKid movies, and like I'd like to see him in more stuff. I like him.
4: You're stumbling upon something that I've been talking about a lot lately in Hollywood is like, I would like to see, like seeing Liam Hemsworth in the movie Spiderhead or seeing him in Black Hat where he's not Thor. You're like, oh, this dude's a pretty solid fucking actor. He's objectively handsome and uh, (laughs) fun to look at. But he's also a very good actor. But he's been playing Thor. We've been like eating up his like prime acting years as Thor. Downey Jr., like... Came back hard and then got, did Iron Man in like 21 movies. Sam Jackson has been Nick. And like, it just yeah. eats these people's times up. Like, uh, totally. s- like Scarjo, uh, Olsen, like these are all great, but mm-hmm. Cumberbatch, these are all great actors who are forced to like live in a compound in Atlanta and make like, Hundreds of movies for us, or in the case of like some of these yeah. golden handcuff TV shows, like uh, everyone who's a cast member of Gray's is working 10 months out of the year making millions and millions of dollars. They're not going to take their two months to not go to C- San Tropez for whatever, you know, <laughs> right?
1: Right, yeah, but yeah, it bummed me out. I was like, Kevin McKitt is great,
4: feels like we're over doing an overall disservice to the ecosystem of yeah. cinema by trapping people in these, but because uh. In this country If you don't have money You could just easily die Or be Like or lose your house Or something So Mm -hmm. even Kevin McKids, Like I gotta do 300 episodes Of Owen Hurt Yeah He directed like 30 episodes of Grace You know like That's where the money Starts getting real crazy It gets to a
2: point Where they're all like Well this show Is just exclusively Made by us For us For for the rest of time (laughs) Yeah
4: it becomes Like a huge Like Ponzi scheme Where it's like The network needs To keep making it So it's on the books So that this money Goes there And that money Goes there and Meredith makes this much money. You know, like it's so fucking yeah. dumb.
2: She's like the highest paid actor of all time right now, right? Alan, Alan Pompeo. Pompeo.
4: Yeah. And she wasn't, and she was like uh, underpaid for a very long time, considering the name of the hospital and the longest running show is about her. And she's the one constant the entire time. Yeah.
2: And like- <laughs> man, oh man.
1: Damn. I saw her at a fuck cafe once. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yep. Name the cafe, name it. It's called Fu Cafe. <laughs> oh okay, great. <laughs> so so I saw
4: her at Fuck Cafe once is what I heard. <laughs> Sorry, and I was like, I was like, cafe. thought that was like a, some young Sorry, hip dance cafe. party or something. You guys were like, oh, it's like, oh, it's a uh, fuck, cafe. fuck it's, cafe. It's for Gen Z LGBTQ <laughs> kids to get together and just dance. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to hear oh. more about this fuck oh. cafe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, let's watch this trailer oh and my then God. get into this movie. Oh my gosh, I'm excited.
5: One of the most explosive, brutal, and purely enjoyable horror debuts since The Evil Dead.
4: Genuinely frightening. Jaws, aliens, and predator with a werewolf twist. Come on! A bitch of a werewolf movie.
5: Lighter!
4: Dog soldiers, it'll blow your house down.
2: Okay, I can see the the reference to like Evil Dead in terms of the the look of it a
4: little bit.
1: Yeah, and they're at like kind of a remote place in the woods, and yeah,
4: yeah, and also Aliens. I guess it's one of my favorite movies of all time, and I didn't put together that it has that exact vibe like
2: Uh uh -uh.
4: Mm uh-huh and it has like the predator like a group of elite soldiers out in nature and something is hunting them yeah so i was destined to like this movie it's comprised of like we've it's been referenced references like four movies that i like oh
1: my gosh there are a lot of references in it oh and insane like
4: it's so clearly his first movie because he's a movie fan obviously Mm -hmm. and there's so there is no spoon and it's 2003 (laughs) the movie came out in the early 2000s so the references are like kind of yeah, like we kind of know them. <laughs> if you you know, it's like they're not like super archaic like movies that you're like, oh, I don't even know what he, he's referencing here.
2: I was sort of getting attacked the block vibes a little bit too. Oh P-I-M. yeah,
4: yeah. That's like uh, pretty much the same premise as a uh, predator and all those movies. Mm-hmm. Like it, it all is that like, oh wait, bad uh, uh, a mythical evil thing in a place where it's not supposed to be, and we are uniquely equipped to like try to stop it. Yeah. One thing I thought watching this trailer was the rip I watched on Amazon, it was the qual- color quality and the lighting quality was way... the. Whatever they call that The transfer was way worse Than whatever that trailer Looked like That made me want to Buy the Blu-ray The movie looks So much more light
1: I must have watched The same version You watched too Because yeah It has like a 4K Transfer That there's a trailer For that too That I was like Damn this looks way better Than what I watched yeah. See and you I co- didn't watch Your Blu-ray <laughs> I don't have the remote I couldn't press play on it <laughs> I didn't watch the Blu-ray I had Damn. to rent it
4: Blu-ray, A Blu-ray player That you also need A remote for Is fundamentally broken
1: I was going to say, there's no freaking buttons on the thing. Why isn't there buttons oh, no. on the
4: player? Dude, my television, you can't shut off by just pushing power.
1: Ours either. It was so stupid. We the other day and we were like, how the
2: fuck do we turn this off? The remote wasn't working. We're like, there's nothing to do. We can only
4: do it with the remote. And if you like lose the remote or like when you're going to sleep, it's very easy to just like walk past the TV and push power. Aye,
2: aye, Instead, aye. you're like
4: looking through the cushions for the remote before bed to just shut it off. Nightmare. So It is funny too. I guess Dog Soldiers is a little funny. It's funny in that like British some, humor way. Yeah, I yeah. laughed at a few mm-hmm. points too. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um.
3: It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website. And put in Too Scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com Too Scary and use the code and password Too Scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time that's slash Too Scary code and password Too Scary
0: Explore more stories like Shayna's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. All right,
1: shall we get into recapping it? Oh man, I'm excited. Let's do it.
4: Yeah, it's funny because like even recapping it, I can't imagine a point in which you would be scared. You know what I mean, Emily? Because like, yeah. it's like uh, there's not even a lot of spooky like an articulatable spookiness to it like uh-huh. yeah it's pretty straightforward yeah i'm
2: fairly certain i'll go watch this like yeah. soon joel loves this movie and it was uh, i'm sure he'll want to watch it uh and we we have the blu-ray so you know people <laughs> yeah. want to see the blu-ray we, we've got it
4: do you have a remote though is the question
2: um we don't uh, well we it's a playstation <laughs> so you don't need a remote but you do need the
4: the controller the yeah. controller which is
2: a, basically a remote so <laughs>
4: it's a yeah it's exactly that just more maybe more (laughs) buttons uh uh so we get like the little preamble where cooper meets the special cooper is denied the special forces because he won't kill a dog
1: before even that we see it's in scotland and there's a couple camping and it's like a very obvious little like placement of a potential weapon they're in a tent
4: It's like, oh, the letter opener, that's pure silver, Uh hon. It's like, oh, thank you. You better like it. It's pure silver. Who doesn't
2: camp without their letter
4: It was a gift because he's like a newly a writer or something like that. And she keeps, and they say pure silver enough times that you're like, this is Chekhov's letter opener. This is going to come back into play later
0: yeah <laughs> uh, and i
4: thought this might be the longest distance between a uh a setup and a usage of like a deus ex yes. weapon uh kind of situation because this is moment one of the movie and the letter opener comes back at like moment like at the t- exact the very end last of this. But,
5: yeah.
4: yeah oh cool yep <laughs> so these campers like they get dragged out by some sort of beast uh, or some sort of murderer. We don't really hear or know what it is.
1: We see he, they like pulls the woman so hard, the the boyfriend or whatever is like holding her hands trying to hold her into the tent and it pulls her so hard that her arms rip in half, I think, or yep. like rip off of her body. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. There's a lot of like uh huge gaping wounds and guts hanging out in this movie that There's are, some guts. Uh, that are we're kind gonna, of fun. We're yeah we, see some we get guts. to some guts. Uh and so then it goes to Cooper, who is Kevin McKidd, Dr. Owen Hurt. He's our lead. Uh, and he's at the end of a special forces trial where he classic fake out. He's like running through the woods, murking people, whipping flashlights at dudes. And uh, why is this movie coming back to me so crystal clear? I didn't take notes. It's just coming back to me so crystal clear. It's just, <laughs> and again, it's because the movie is mega simple.
2: Right. Yeah, it's super it straightforward. Like follows a logical yeah. order.
4: So he what what's the main the other baddie's name? Owen or whatever?
1: Oh, uh it's Le- Ryan, uh, Ryan. Captain uh, Ryan. Ryan. That's Liam Cunningham. He was in Game of Game Thrones as da- would- Davos. So they got to work together again, Neil Marshall and Oh Davos. Mm-hmm. Lord
4: Davos the Onion Knight, the smuggler mm-hmm. turned uh King's Hand. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
4: uh he's in this and you th- you think he's gonna he's gonna come back in an interesting way arguably interesting but the main takeaway from this scene is in order to be in the special forces which is like in a, an extra elite uh you know i guess it's sas if they're british uh he has to kill a dog according to this guy ryan and he refuses to. he goes he goes well on a mission you might have to do it and he goes like yeah well i'm i would i'm not against killing a dog i'm against killing this dog for no reason and it's really a fu- like a, and then uh, Ryan, Captain Ryan, shoots the dog and kills it.
2: So this is a training exercise where they're just like, "And now kill this dog that's here for your training purposes." Yeah, it doesn't yep.
4: make a lot of sense except if oh you know God. that uh, dogs and wolves will be a huge part of, sure. the, rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> Any other
4: movie, this scene is very dumb, and this scene is just, in pre- this movie is just pretty dumb because uh-huh. we're definitely setting up some sort of love hate of dogs and wolves <laughs> in general, and like. The irony is what Ryan will eventually become as well. And like uh, Mm. Cooper will have to kill the dog for the sake of the mission. Mm. Uh, (laughs) So he doesn't get it. Right. And then uh, we see him. That is the next thing, Sammy, like the other the new mission that starts that kicks off like the the six,
1: six soldiers being dropped into the Scottish Highlands. It's like a month later.
4: For a training exercise and Cooper is one of those guys and Ryan is not. It's like Cooper and five other people, including Sarge, Spoon, Terry, and like, you know, like just arbitrary fucking, you know, random. Mm -hmm. And this is where there's so many reasons why diversity is important but on like the dumbest reason is if you have six white guys and they're all in military uniforms it's, it's so, hard to, it's so hard to tell them apart so hard to tell them apart they all like, have
1: shaved heads too yeah. so it's just like it's almost impossible to tell them apart I really struggled I, I had that with we just did Predator which I've seen a bunch of times and
2: I love and like all the white dudes who aren't Schwarzenegger I have in my notes all their names are messed up the whole time and I have to go back and be like wait no this one because it's like, yeah, the, the
4: guys. The Pre- Predator has two black guys and a giant, I think Native American is what Billy goes, his c- c- claim to be or something yes, like that. And yes, That movie has like visual freaks too, which I think helps. It's like, which one's Arnold? The one who doesn't look like the a one. person. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Which one is Mac? The oh, big
2: clay man. Yeah, the black
4: old dude who shaves with, a dry, uh, dry shaves with a razor. You know, like yeah. there are those, yeah. this movie just is like, uh, he's the loud one, he's the other loud one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're all they're all kind of cheeky busting each other's balls they're not excited about this mission there's a big footy match on um, they're sort of just like basic ass dudes and the thing is they gotta like invade this area for this war game uh, and there's like patrols and they gotta not get caught and th- it really doesn't make a lot of sense and then the plan that Ryan is like there's a separate thing happening on top of this which we'll get to which which doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> like <laughs> right. it seems hyper specific where he's like, I needed you guys to draw out the werewolves so we could finally kill them allegedly, but I don't even know if that's what Ryan's plans were.
2: So they're there under false pretenses a little bit.
4: They don't know it yet. Yeah.
1: Okay. This is already when I had to turn it off because I was I was a little too stoned. Well,
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. to be to be fair, it is like they, if you're stone, and they land with those big fake guns and shit like that they have like the weird blanks and stuff like that So they have but like you're weird- right
1: because I was like hyper focusing on things too hard that then I couldn't like follow the next thing because so I'd be like thinking about the one thing for a little too long and then I'm like fuck I missed all the next stuff and I was mm-hmm. like alright this isn't happening tonight
4: <laughs> that's when you know you're too high when you're like oh my god the movie moved on without
5: me <laughs> you're like, yeah, That's you're like exactly plugged, what you're was plugged happening. into
4: time code 621. <laughs> the movie's at 740 at this point. And you're it's like, like fuck. Oh, she could be the scientist. And I go, mm-hmm. it's like movies just, and the best is when you're high and you are misinterpreting something and diving in deep. And then you're watching <laughs> it with someone else. And like, I'll be like, that makes total sense because she's the dolphin from the cold open. And my wife will be like, what? And I'll be like, <laughs> oh, I'm seeing a connection that's not there. And then oh, I adding made a different <laughs> movie happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm
2: making a different movie now. Yeah, no, that's
4: not <laughs> happening in this movie. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But I like
2: it. <laughs> okay, so they've been dropped in Scotland for what they think is a training exercise, but maybe it's something else.
1: Yeah. And their guns, they have like no, they're fake guns. They don't have okay. real bullets.
4: Yeah. Okay. They have to like invade uh, invade something. Uh, Cooper, who's kind of like very knowledgeable. He was almost special forces, as we know. Uh, uh-huh. But he's got a moral reason why he won't be there. Mm. Not, a, not a skill reason. So he notices that there's patrols going this way and this way, and they can shoot through the patrols at a specific point. And later on, we'll hear, I just might as well say it at this point, that Ryan, who's uh, part of the special forces that are hunting the werewolves or dealing with the werewolves in some capacity or working with the werewolves or want to harness the werewolves or are the original creators of the werewolves. That's all confusing to me in the movie, (laughs) but he's unbeknownst to them, setting them up to take this very specific path to bring them in the, in, in, within the range of the, right. Using them
1: as like bait, basically. Yeah. Aye. Aye.
4: But unfortunately for Ryan and his crew, they get attacked by, we don't see it. That, I think Neil Marshall does a great job in this movie of slowly letting us see uh, the. You get such
1: quick little flashes at first. Yeah, it's like their little silhouette running by. We also get a black and white POV with growling, so we can see.
4: We can see because it gives us their night, quote unquote, night vision, which is Mm -hmm. another important part of the movie. Mm. as it goes on you're like oh yeah night vision of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're better at night yeah we should stay <laughs> oh, fuck, inside <laughs> oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> i mean that's just such simple movie making too like the fear of night and then you're like like
2: at a disadvantage
4: i saw blair witch in the theater and like i i remember you know i was also young so you know 17 or 16 or something like that and i just remember being like Every time it was morning in the movie, being like,
5: oh, oh fear, fuck,
4: fear. yes. And then like when I left the theater and it was still light out outside, like I saw it on like a weekend afternoon, I was like a sigh of true okay. relief of like, oh, <laughs> thank, thank God. fucking God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could not handle nighttime right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's
4: the scariest time. <laughs> um, And then we we get our uh like team of 6 the team of 6 stumble upon the wounded uh or the dead uh and there's gear they've like non they've live ammo and weapons and shit and then out of like the fucking debris pops uh captain ryan and he's got a huge cartoon three prong slash across his chest he's got like a he's got like a very art directed claw mm-hmm. on his chest and you're like this dude has been through it what the fuck? He's he's crazy, and he's not really talking about what's going on. But they roll him into their crew, and they and they know something's up. They don't know it's werewolves. Yeah, he
1: he mumbles to himself. There was only supposed to be one. There was only supposed to be one.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. Clearly, okay. clearly the pack is growing, and that's ironic too, based on what happens to Ryan over the course of the movie. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, then the like comms are not working. They're try- They're freaking. They're Classic. like getting the real guns now. They realize now that it's something is up, and this isn't the test anymore.
4: Yeah, they're like ditch all their dumb blanks, gather up real guns, and their plan is to just get the fuck to the objective or get out of here. They end up getting in another scuffle with some uh, with the dog soldiers with the wolves, and they run and get into a car. Or a, this this movie features some dope Land Rovers.
1: It's true, like, they're, they're and they yeah. like call them out by name a lot. They're like the Land Rovers in the shed. <laughs> yeah, we have
4: the back. They have a backup Land. This movie features a backup Land Rover.
1: I <laughs> love
2: in anything when you when a brand is mentioned, movie or show, like. We, Joel and I have been watching old seasons of Top Chef recently, and every season they're like sponsored by a different Toyota car. And so they'll be like, all right, guys, let's get in the Highlanders. And I just think it's so like nobody ever does that. But it's so funny to me. <laughs> Packed up the Highlanders
1: and we took off.
4: These r- Range Rovers are cool. They're like the old school ones that are like slightly extended for more seats.
1: Yeah before the Land Rover though, there's like a scene where they hear something coming and they like grab Ryan and they're running. And yeah, I, th- I don't think they have like a super clear plan. They're just trying to get away and they are in this uh, wooded area. And one of the men runs straight into a tree branch that impales him.
4: Oh, oh. right. This, this fight first. Yeah. Yes. So that, that's awesome. Cause you think he's getting, Uh, like speared by the wolf or something like that. And then they pull out the reveal in his panic. He just ran directly into a tree branch. Uh, And that's a great old school Hollywood scary effect where you tape the tip of a branch to his back, have him Mm -hmm. lean up against this and just have blood everywhere. And it really works. And like, you know, he's like alive for one more second during that. And then another one of his buddies shows up. To help And this is uh, We get some We get some good guts here Mm -hmm, Our first mm -hmm. visible guts He gets his stomach Like slit open By the wolf (laughs) claw And he falls down And he has like The visible guts Spilling out Like intestines Like the
1: sausage links Yes It's It's a lot And he's like He's the sergeant, Sergeant Wells, and he tells Cooper, "Like leave, just go without me." And Cooper's like, "No, no, no, I can't leave you behind."
4: Oh, and it's really, he that that this interaction is one of those kind of funny moments where he's like, "My guts are spilling out." He's like, "Well, put them back in." He goes, "They don't fit." He's like, "They have to." <laughs> like, and he starts shoving them back he in. He starts shoving his guts like into his stomach and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Ew. awesome, and it looks it. It sounds so terrifying and gross, but it does look a little kid showy in a good way. Uh-huh. Like it, 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 like it does look a little comical. So it's uh-huh. it's not fully horrifying, and it feels like they know that when he goes, when he says they don't fit, and, and uh, <laughs> he's like they have to. <laughs> I forgot about this moment. This it is a really and that that knocks him down to five and g- makes the Sarge kind of. Uh, a victim for the whole the whole thing, but uh so then they get into the land Rover with the veterinarian or zoologist, whatever yeah she, Megan.
1: oh, that's fun, yep, she just comes out of nowhere, and <laughs> they are like, Well, great, we'll <laughs> get in this car Was she
4: giving you Scottish Melanie Linsky vibes at all by Ooh, any two? I can you know see that?
1: that for sure.
4: she was giving me that in that she was like, I liked her, yeah, I liked her, I liked her a lot, yeah, she was great. she was such an interesting layer to this movie because she's Mm -hmm. not a damsel in distress she's not the sort of magical female scientist character that saves everyone Mm -hmm. she's sort of like a complicated character who only gets more complicated as the movie goes on Mm -hmm. it's kind of rad but they we get this dope ass action sequence inside the range rover where uh, land rover where the wolf arm is down through the center of the ceiling uh, the Ooh. roof, and they're all kind of sitting around it, like stabbing it, like trying, <laughs> like they're all like, Kelly, stab it, but cut its fucking, you know, and they're all trying to do stuff to it. It's like, kind of he's like drive 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 you know it's like that classic (laughs) situation hectic
1: and crazy i think there's Mm -hmm. a shot in there where um cooper is like squeezing hand sanitizer on um (laughs) on his open guts
4: (laughs) 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 Uh. they're like trying to do their triage like fuck like we gotta get him. (laughs) uh something cool with the wolf arm they put the knife like in the forearm and like pull it down through the wolf arm and it's not enough to stop the wolf but it is enough like it is it's something that looks very cool and visceral and like and you would think would be like this ought to end the wolf and then it's just still like fucking rocking it and shit like that
1: and ryan has said something earlier like as they're loading up with a bunch of ammo he's he says like it doesn't matter it's not you're not it's not gonna they're not gonna die
4: yeah this won't kill it And they have, and they have a shit ton of weapons. Yeah, they've got
1: a lot. And Ryan is like, "Nope, it's not going to work."
4: Yeah. So then, this random woman has rescued five, <laughs> f- six soldiers now, and she's like, "I know a house that these neighbors live uh, around here. We, uh, they we should be able to hide out there. They should be able to give us, you know, lodging for the night,
1: supplies or whatever." They, they're like trying to. They need to get this man either stitched up or something in. But before they can get him to the hospital, they're like, "We need to do like some temporary." Yeah, we need to get
4: him squared away, and then we get him in the car, and then we drive because the hospital is, according to the zoologist, four hours. uh, It's three hour drive in any direction before you even hit civilization. Yeah, deep. They're deep in. Excuse me. They're deep in the highlands. Okay. And this house is dope. This house is so it's decorated so well. There's a dog there, which of course comes Mm -hmm. into major play uh (laughs) 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 never (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the dog has some fun moments um involving guts later but for now they still don't know what they're up against Mm -hmm. but they're everyone is hinting at inside the logic of the movie people are hinting at what's going on like ryan's hinting at it even the woman is Mm -hmm. like I came here to study them or whatever. And we're we're learning more and more that she came here to study the phenomenon, these animal of whatever this is, that's made campers go missing and uh, solo hikers disappear. Yeah. There's been like like
1: legends. And she's like, I came to investigate the legend and I found evidence. Uh, But the family that lives in this place is not there. Nowhere to nowhere to be found. So they go and they basically just like, Check it, make sure it's clear, and then basically use it as their base camp for
4: now, yeah. they don't check the basement, which I think could oh, end up no. being, <laughs> that could end up being a problem. <laughs> wink wink
2: the basement is always a problem. It is always a problem, mm-hmm. yeah, it's
4: Chekhov's basement. You don't even know about it till the end of the movie. And it's like, and guess what? <laughs> There's right. bodies Sur- and a silver letter opener down here
1: <laughs> surprise basement. I hate to see it. Um, But so they like realize that or Cooper is basically saying Sergeant Wells isn't going to make it. We need to get him to the hospital and they decide they're going to try to drive because he's going to die if they don't. But him and one of the indistinguishable other soldiers <laughs> go outside to check the car, and it has been basically ripped to shreds by the like wolves. the
4: engine has been pulled out. It looks really cool. The hood is like ripped open, like a hum- like a human chest cavity, and the the mm-hmm. engine is gone. They didn't hear that or see that. Uh, you know, these professional soldiers <laughs> who are yeah. setting up a base missed all that. But that being said, can't leave now. They're stuck in the house at. And this is funny because we're we're going kind of beat by beat on the story here but at this point the like if you had to like write the outline of this movie you would be here you would go forty five to fifty five minutes of defending the house for Will. yes
1: it's yeah, like basically it's a- <laughs> all that for Robert. a while <laughs> yeah it's, it's <laughs> just like little battle, a little reprieve, little battle, a little reprieve,
4: yeah, and they do a good job of keeping it dynamic that you don't mm-hmm. get bored, but it is in this one location and constantly like firing rounds at a window and then you know the wolf being gone like it's a lot of it's a lot of same uh, repetitive action, but it does lull you into a sense of like what is going to happen for these people. Ah, uh,
2: do we know? Do we have a sense of how many wolves there are, or like how much have we seen of them? Definitely the, have more we seen than a full one. Form yet,
4: okay, there's definitely more than one. Ah, uh, she later on says they're hunting in packs. Ah, uh, there's an alpha mm. and a beta and a sidekick, and so she's like doing the math on how many of them there are, and. For the eagle eyed viewers or second time viewers, or by the end of the movie, uh, we know that there's definitely three because uh, we Kay. saw th- th- that it's the entire family. Spoiler. Uh, And there's a fourth werewolf and we won't get to that spoiler just yet. (laughs) I mean, there's literally no point because the whole movie is downhill in a good way from here. You know what I mean? Like, it's just Mm -hmm. like defend the house, hopefully survive. Let's learn more about werewolves. And it's just like one guy becomes like super gung ho. There's a fun, there's a fun, uh, Sam Raimi esque beat where they're running low on bullets and they find like an ax Make some boiling water. Find a sword. Find like that uh,
1: sword really made me laugh. They like open a little chest and there's just a fucking huge sword in there. And just
4: like yeah, and he's like, okay. (laughs) To
1: me, this could be
2: true or. But I'm like, oh, but that's because they're in Scotland. I don't know. Probably people have swords in their house. The Scottish <laughs> Hi-
4: the Scottish Highlands makes me think of Braveheart, which makes me yeah, think of swords. You have swords. I I'm it. not. I'm not here to say uh, I and have a sword chest? in my yeah. house. Yeah. Not in my. I, don't, I wish I had a chest. I do have a sword, but I need a chest. Uh, <laughs> you gotta you get a chest, chest for, for swords, that sword. Yeah. Uh, even one guy pulls out like the electric carving knife yep. out of the drawer. Like they're like doing a lot of like that Rambo montage of like yes. what do we suit- suiting up? But we get a lot of cool gun shit too. There's a lot of like spraying bullets at werewolves werewolves getting hit with shotguns and stuff but no long-term damage a lot of like uh maybe sammy what were some highlights of the combat i liked when the werewolf climbed the rope outside that was taught like this is towards the end during when they're going to try to get the other Truck. Yeah, I like yeah. the werewolf climbing the rope. I like learning that the flashes of lights fuck uh, like a camera flash fucks. Yes, with their Megan is vision. using
1: Megan is using a camera flash as as a weapon. Um, that makes sense.
4: As a weapon, that is because Non-lethal. one thing we th- not lethal. Well, we learn nothing is lethal. That's to them, true, but they do feel pain at least because they when they get okay. shot, they run away.
1: They don't like it, but it doesn't kill
2: them. It's like it just doesn't a kill They heal in
1: one of these earlier fights. OK, one of the werewolves grabs one of the guys, I think his name is Terry and. Cooper comes in to save him and I think uses the sword or a knife to cut off the werewolf's whole arm. He cuts off the whole arm. Does it grow back? maybe it does
4: but later like because we never see a one-armed werewolf later but he does cut and it's like like and that's a classic horror movie trope it's like we can't make a realistic looking werewolf body it's like i got one arm we we just the hero arm gets cut off we Mm -hmm. shoot it in a close-up and it looks dope yeah
1: um and there's a line that someone says where he says dogs more like pussies yeah <laughs> and then immediately gets killed by a werewolf <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah how many uh, have we
2: lost at this i mean like is it just sort of whittled I think down terry to... goes
1: first and they're kind of spread out among among the house um it cooper, it like a big house from the it's two-story and cooper and megan go upstairs with sarge uh, Who's the sergeant, yeah, to lay him in the Guts bed guy? to do. Yes, they're doing. They get some super glue, and they're going to perform some real.
4: They're going to s- close him up, uh, and this is kind of fun. This sequence, good, good memory here, Sammy, because they get the sergeant drunk so they can do the surgery and he is like unruly he's like you have to knock me out and so uh cooper just punches him in the face twice and knocks him out it's like that is very funny like and they're like that god, is god, why'd they get him wasted then?"
1: <laughs> and some trivia is that that actor got drunk for real oh my god <laughs> and that kevin mckid on the second punch accidentally did punch him for real yeah. and he said that he didn't um, feel it because he was just so drunk. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so that seems somewhat real.
4: <laughs> uh, there's a moment where uh, they're trying to stop the door. Uh, the werewolf's coming in through the door, and they're all trying to stop the door. This is a little earlier, and there is a dog in the house, and the dog is pulling at the guts of Sarge, like oh. chewing. And in in the in the trivia, it says the original line called. Original scene called for the dog to be in the guts. They thought it was too gross, so they let they switch it to the bandage. But in the cut, the bandage doesn't it doesn't look like the dog has a bandage in its mouth. It looks like it's stretching its intestines. It's yeah, soaked it's so in blood, and shit. so
1: it just looks yeah. But again, it's like pretty funny. (laughs) And
4: and then we see Ryan is contemplating killing the dog in that
1: moment. Of course, he loves to kill dogs.
4: Yeah, that's like (laughs) the one thing Cooper knows about him. Cooper knows it's the same guy. And he's like, uh, so, but as time goes on, Ryan's being really weird and not really helping with defense or anything like that. But then Cooper starts putting some shit together. And Cooper's like, let's see the wound. Let's see your big chest (gasps) wound. Uh, he's like, I know you're healed under there because I'm starting to put together that you're one of these fucking werewolves, dude. Mm-hmm. And
2: oh, oh, what? how smart! Because he would have healed. I was thinking like, because they're gonna be like hair. No, it said he's healing. They rip open fast. his shirt,
4: and he's he's no longer got three huge gashes in his chest, which uh, retroactively makes the cartoonishly large gashes on his chest like make sense for the right. understanding of the movie. Because You've got to really see where they're not. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's. That's very interesting. Like it doesn't really pan out in the long run, except that makes Ryan the ultimate bad werewolf for Cooper to eventually go head to head with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, it is like a, now we have one inside the house. Like now there's one inside the house with us. That's extra terrifying. And they, they don't really play it like that, but they, we do, right. he, we, we do get him transforming in the living room and then they put a sword through his chest,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't kill him. <laughs> okay.
4: Does not kill him. Cause he comes down later to fight. Uh, Cooper with the sword still stuck in him, which is awesome.
1: Oh, that's fun. I like that.
4: Yeah. What other cool action shit happens in here? Sammy? So there's trying- a
1: scene that they... Um, they, I think Megan says they keep a, tr- an, a spare Land Rover in the barn. And so <laughs> someone... One of the guys is going to make a distraction while the other guy runs to the barn to grab the truck so that they can maybe use it to escape. They do that. It's Spoon and Joe. Not that it matters, really, but they (laughs) they they like one is a distraction and one runs for it. Joe goes to the barn and gets in the truck and he sees Terry, who's the one that got dragged away right after calling him pussies.
4: Yeah, we see him being Eat like eaten live. It looks kind of it sounds great and it looks pretty good. Yeah. But the, the foley on it is like a dog eating peanut butter. It's like Ew. and then they cut over and he's just chewing on like a dummy's neck and their blood, and the head looks kind of realistic. It, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. And and then he gets scared and like drives out, uh, gets out, drives like a wild man, pulls up in front of the house, and he's like, Come on, come on! And people are like getting ready, and then all of a sudden you just hear like and the dude in the car i think it's spoon or joe at this point is Mm -hmm. like you're right behind me aren't you (laughs) (laughs) and then the best i think this is one of the better sequences in the movie because it matches his character and he's like and that's fucking it and he dives into the back seat to fight it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. and, <laughs> and it's shot in a way where you don't see the werewolf ever you just hear and then they come running out open up the car door and like uh joe slides out as like a puddle He's like <laughs> <Yeah. a legit laughs> it's like a puddle with a head and a uniform in it just come like pouring <laughs> out yeah. but his action of like you're right behind me, aren't you? And you think he's going to get like, he goes, and that's it you Roy cunt or whatever British slang he yells he like turns and like leaps into the back of the truck and they do like the rocking truck Uh action and shit like that it works so well yeah oh and this is during this is when the distraction guy is trying to climb the rope up uh, and the werewolf is chasing him the rope is tied to a bed when the werewolf gets the rope the bed starts sliding towards the wall and they're rapidly trying to cut it and again that's kind of low stakes because like the werewolf is going to fall eight feet if they do it but the movie features a lot of these like hurry and cut the rope or else mm-hmm. we're all dead like these like goonies-esque kind of moments which just mm-hmm. vary the threat and danger like it doesn't yeah. feel too scary but it feels better than shoot it you know it just it's right, something right. new and that and I, I i appreciate uh them coming up with newer and newer ideas mm-hmm. or yeah. or different ideas rather, yeah yeah new.
1: Um, and then after Joe is killed, li- basically liquefied in the car.
4: <laughs> yeah. Once uh, he's pureed, pureed, once he's turned into a, a Joe smoothie, there's
1: the like moment in the film, like the dark Knight of the soul where they play Claire Delune Lune on the piano. And oh, you've got
2: to play Claire de Lune.
1: <laughs> And they're feeling like more fucked than ever. Now the second car is fucked up and there's really no escape. Uh, Their ammo is super low. And this is when they start interrogating Captain Ryan. So they're like, okay, tell us what the fuck is going on. Like, I know you know more than you're saying, which like, I'm not sure why they didn't ask him this a while ago. (laughs) But I was like, now he's one of them, so can we trust anything he would tell us? Oh, well, this is actually before he turns. Sorry. I'm jumping jumping back. This is like right before he turns into a werewolf. But they've seen that he's healed, so they know that he's like yeah, going to be Okay, and he's still a
2: man. Yes. in As far as we can see. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, and this is where he gives the reveal that they were using the team as bait to draw out the werewolves because apparently they wanted to capture one alive to do, like, testing on it, maybe use it as a weapon. It is a little convoluted, and I don't really, you know...
2: Very alien-like, though, you know?
4: It's... What I- <laughs> i was gonna say i see the Thank sneeze you. and i that think is, i'm yeah. distracting it by uh no i'm like i want to talk <laughs> about this movie too and it's like at the same time like uh, um yeah I, I agree like it's it is like alien there it's like the corporation mm-hmm, like exactly the greed the and the pro militarization of like it's a potential weapon like i that that shit was such a trope of movies growing up. Mm-hmm. And now as like a 40-year-old man who understands like the dangers of capitalism, I t- it's all completely believable. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's oh, all hundred percent. It's like, like the Polarizer character in Aliens is the most believable character ever. It's yes. like, no, no, no. I was gonna let all these strangers die for a slight uh increase in my salary. Yeah. It's like, oh, I was completely comfortable with that. Yeah. <laughs> it yep. makes total sense now. Yep. Oh right. And that's the the final like final set piece involves breaking through wall, like involves like Zelda level (laughs) re-understanding the layout of the house. I
1: got pretty lost in the final set piece I got. it. It's it's very fun but yeah, they're straight up just like going through walls. So uh, uh, after Ryan transforms into werewolf, they stab him with a sword. There's a fun line where at first when he transforms, they like don't know what to do and one of them has a stick and throws it and says fetch. (laughs) (laughs) And then they stab him and he jumps out a a window. He's um, obviously not dead and uh, Then we get they kind of realize, OK, there's werewolves spend most of their time as humans and there's no humans around here except for the family that live in this home. So this is where they put together that the family that lives here must be the werewolves. And Megan <gasps> is saying, you know, like they're good people, like and you. not anymore Megan
4: (laughs) seems to know a little too much about the family Mm -hmm. uh and a little too much how they're really she's really overselling that they're good people and yeah Cooper's
1: like too bad because we have to fucking kill him her family
4: circling warmer warmer (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) and then she comes up with the idea with her zoologist knowledge she's saying okay Mm -hmm. well yeah uh wolves Uh, hunt impacts this makes sense that they would have their alpha pair their beta pair and they would be staying in shelter near where their food is and so they're probably all in the barn and she suggests this suggests a plan of basically using like all their shit to blow up the barn
4: right and then this is where we get the huge uh Molotov they can't get the match to light and then the slow motion throwing of the Molotov cocktail into the gasoline that runs great explosion of the barn Mm -hmm. Uh, blows up the barn completely Uh, doesn't stop the wolves now I'm really curious about (laughs) Megan's perspective here Mm.
1: and yeah as soon as they blow up the barn she has a moment where she kind of looks like she's going to kiss Cooper she like goes close to his face and then she says, "I'm sorry. I I thought you were the best chance I had." And again, like I'm a little, I'm a little confused about some of Megan's
4: motivations here. No, no, uh, arguably none of it makes sense because I, I feel, I feel the same, I feel the same way about Me- Megan in this movie. I'm like, what, what was she doing from the jump? Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But she basically reveals. She gives this little monologue, says, I thought you were the best chance I had at getting out. I came here to be with nature, to be one with nature, and I got what I wanted. And you see Cooper's little wheels turning in his head. And he said they weren't in the barn. None of the werewolves were in the barn, were they? And she says, not a one.
4: And he and he goes, uh, the picture of the family, you took that picture, didn't You're you?
1: You're not in it because you took it. She's like, yep. Ah, oh, Megan, <laughs> she's oh uh, shit! And there is a shot earlier where she does have a healed scar on her arm of three scratches that I had noticed about halfway through mm-hmm. the movie, and I. She also
4: she also cuts her hand, gets right. the bandage, and then loses that over the course of the right. Movie. So <sighs> there are little
1: hints at it. That's yeah. fun, but yes. again, I'm like not sure what her what her whole deal is with being pretending I to be on best there. best chance to get. Out. like get out how yeah get out of where like you're you know, werewolf. It, it, Meh, whatever it
4: makes no sense because she like the, the thing that makes the most sense is that she's long playing the trap for them right more or less but, but then but do like they have
1: control over when they transform and i thought like one of the main things of being a werewolf is you can't control mode. over yeah your transformation uh,
4: very confusing because she would be disappearing for large swaths of the movie too if she like you right know, like,
1: yeah there's a couple of fun lines in this exchange as Cooper's getting pissed, realizing he's been had, where he says, you women, same old shite. <laughs> Always <laughs> Pretended not werewolf. to be a wolf, and then he <laughs> oh revealed
2: to be a wolf. I told myself this wouldn't happen to me again.
4: <laughs> oh, and do they say, they say Goldilocks when they come in, I feel like they mm. reference. And then this whole thing is arguably Little Red Riding Hood, right? right. It's like. Uh, or the three little pigs because yes, like there's yes. a lot of like there's a lot uh-huh. of that floating around where it's like Grandma's oh you are a werewolf oh the wolves want to come in there's a lot of that going on which is kind of fun mm-hmm. too
1: in the trailer yeah the last thing is like it'll blow, oh, it'll blow hair your hair down house. yeah <laughs> right <laughs> um, she also has a line where she says to Cooper you may think all women are bitches or something like that but I'm the real thing because she's a female dog and it just really made me laugh so stupid (laughs) this fucking speech it's like this villainous speech but also just pretty
0: confusing
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh and then the last thing I'm sorry one more little one liner she has is like do you think I like this do you think I chose this no but it's that time of the month (laughs) they just Uh, got (laughs) on." They just I mean, that's a in. really
4: funny that's a really funny way to tease that out
1: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then we see all the werewolves coming up behind her in like a pretty creepy shot she's like backlit and we just see the their shadows and like growing behind her and she starts transforming her eyes turn yellow her teeth get all gnarly and crazy and one of the other guys just shoots her right in the head as she's transforming because i think they've established that you can kill them while they're human before
2: they transform yes
1: and so that's i think why they're waiting there's like mention of we just got to make it till sunrise like when they transform back into humans We can just kill them all then, and so Mm. one of the guys just doesn't hesitate and shoots her right before she transforms, and she seems to die. But then, yeah, then we get this crazy big fight with the rest of them. Set piece like breaking through walls. They hide in a closet at some point.
4: So to try to explain this to you, Emily and the view and listeners who have who won't see the movie for some reason, um, (laughs) (laughs) they like like (laughs) Zelda. S- stop using doors and start just breaking through. Si- like to get away okay. from the wolves. So, the sar- Sarge is in the closet. Sarge knows he's gonna turn into a wolf, and he's like be- he's like saying like Leave me here. Get out of here. I- let me die. And so Sarge is in there. He's using like hairspray and a match, or hairspray and a lighter to mm-hmm, like defend. Mm-hmm. It. And Cooper's trying to get to him, but coming in a roundabout way by busting through walls after wall. And it's very <laughs> it's kind of cool. But like Sammy said. Very hard to keep track of. Very hard to follow where where the fuck they are. You said it earlier, Emily. You're like, it seemed like a big house. This is where the house seems enormous. There seems to be (laughs) like (laughs) space in between walls and shit. So they're busting around. And it's kind of fun because it's like, again, he he does a Neil. I'm saying he, but Neil Marshall does a good job of like, now there's like a new thing you're rooting for of like, hurry, Cooper, break through the wall, you know? like, Uh And it's like, has nothing to do with shooting and wolves. So it's kind of at least. And so when they're doing that, they fall through to the first floor and notice, like, uh, some like they notice breaking in the ground. And then they fall through, eventually, to the basement.
2: Okay, here so we go. So now we've
4: fallen through, like, we've gone through, like, six walls on the second floor, <laughs> fallen through the ground, and then fall through another hole in the ground. And what's in the basement? Carcasses and all of the... That's the layer. That's where... Uh, it wasn't she, the
2: barn. It was here.
4: It wasn't the barn. It was the basement. And, like them blowing up the barn makes them use all their explosives now you realize like they don't have the capabilities now they're uh cooper is in the basement and ryan in wolf form shows up to f- and and damn oh uh, for, sorry i forgot one other fun set piece sammy okay. is the dude who uh spoon before he spoon, dies yeah. f- fist fights the werewolf that's he's fun. like he's like out of bullets he's like oh fuck it then come on now and it's just like <laughs> throwing haymakers and like dodging and like punching the werewolf as hard as he can and then getting like thrown around and he gets uh, absolutely decimated and when they're looking for him later they find like his watch or whatever yeah in a pile of guts and they're like quote the matrix and say there is no spoon yeah he's like spoon uh,
1: or spoon there is no there spoon. Is no it spoon. got me. Oh, it
4: wow. got me good. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so now we see uh, Cooper's in the basement squared off against Ryan in wolf form. And Cooper's using all the pre established things we've seen. He's doing hand to hand combat. He's got a gun briefly, he loses it, but he gets tossed to the side and ends up <gasps> amongst a shredded tent and carcass. And you're like, I recognize these Mm tents. I wonder if the letter opener is in there. Cause even earlier, uh, they try to melt down silverware and Megan says like, would be weird for a family of werewolves to keep a bunch of silver in the house. And so it's like, shit, you're right. That's not even silver. And now it's like all of those signs point to this little letter opener and Cooper gets it in and smoke and fire comes out from the fucking wound and shit it looks pretty rad Mm -hmm. and like you're like there's no reason to root for like the movie does a good job of making you care about cooper who's just uh you know who if he died it doesn't affect our lot anyone's lives at all but Mm -hmm. like you care about him so much so him winning in this moment is fucking rad
1: and I feel like the little dog, the border collie that has been at the house, like kind of helps him too. He's like, you know, just there for moral support and just like barking right. and like biting at the werewolf. So it's like, see this dog that he
4: didn't shoot in the Ryan, head. you should have never. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan you turned this dog This is
1: why you don't kill dogs. Dogs can be a helpful ally in a fight. And it
4: almost is like, this is your revenge for having killed the dog is that you will be killed as a dog. And mm-hmm. a dog will hate you. Mm-hmm. A dog, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's a weird, you know, turn of events to get to the comeuppance. But it works.
1: Wow. But are there still other werewolves? Sergeant Wells is in the house still. Um, as um, Cooper gets out, S- Sergeant Wells cuts the main gas line in the in the main house and basically explodes the whole house with the rest of the werewolves in there. So we don't see him die, but. We're crossing our fingers (laughs) that they see,
4: We see an amazing explosion. Yes. An amazing practical effects, giant fucking explosion of a house. And that, uh, as you watch more and more action movies in 2022, uh, non-CGI fire and explosions is pretty fucking rad. Mm -hmm. And this explosion. And we got the barn explosion, which is just a little amuse-bouge to the (laughs) full-blown fucking...
1: Um and then Cooper stumbles out with the dog into it's daylight Aww. now and he comes out of the house this well what's left of the house and that's the end of the movie and there's a few little <laughs> clips in the credits
4: It's it's got a hang, Hangover uh, wh- I should look up when the Hangover 1 came out cuz it rips off the Hangover or the Hangover rips off uh, it Hangover came out in 2009 so the Hangover rips okay. off mm-hmm. this ending wow. Because this ending shows the photos that were snapped with the camera during the action, which is very fucking Because
1: cool. Megan was using a camera as the that weapon. That is so cool.
4: So we see the photos developed and it's like uh, black and white of a werewolf climbing into the window, black and white of a werewolf like this. And it's, oh, re- it's really, cool. it's kind of a cool tag to the movie.
2: I was going to lose my mind if the if hangover had come out before this movie and it had been 20 something years of or 20 years of the hangover I've, i have no
4: like see that's the thing is like i have no bearing on time anymore it's hard well, like, me yeah. Yeah. It's i mean it's i would have believed
2: it i was like probably and then I, but i'm i'm honestly relieved i was like
4: oh i watched the hangover in high school it's like no it came out when you were 30 john <laughs> okay i it guess does I, sort of
2: feel like
1: it's existed
2: forever
4: <laughs> yeah it's, somehow that's fair <laughs> yeah
1: wow what a cool movie! There's one little shot in the credits too of uh, the front of a newspaper, <laughs> and it's a photo of Cooper, and it, the headline is "Werewolves Ate My Platoon." But then it, you you pan out and you see that the main headline is "England Beat Germany Five to One." That's like takes up like the most. So- <laughs> that's the leading and story. And that's the footy match that Joe <laughs> yeah, has been Dad. talking about the whole time. Yeah, I thought that was fun.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's that cool. is fun.
1: But yeah, that's that's dog soldiers. That's dog soldiers. I had a great time. Hell Uh, yeah!
4: Two unwatched Blu-rays between the three of us.
1: (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm.
2: Ridiculous.
4: Man, I was so. This movie did not disappoint. I was very excited to uh, check it out. I've been. I'm a big fan of Neil Marshall. I've seen Centurion. I like even his later movies. Uh, I've not seen the David Harbor Hellboy, uh, which I will now watch next.
1: Oh. Yeah,
4: yeah. I didn't even know he directed it. If I'm being honest, until I looked up his IMDb to see which episodes he, what, what other stuff he's directed. Yeah, um, Centaurian is really fun too. I, I, well, no, I don't know if it's fun, but I really liked that movie when I first saw it. I'm gonna too. check
1: that out. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Um, yeah. But he's hmm. he's great. He's a great director. I love him.
4: Damn. Yeah, big fan. So I was. This movie did not disappoint. It was the early low budget kind of action thriller that i i needed yes so, um, yeah. i'm very happy i'm
1: so happy it. that you picked it it was a perfect choice yeah
2: i'm definitely gonna watch it i I any i can do an action horror and action slash anything i will subscribe to yeah hell yeah and
1: it's funny and and british and british so yeah unless you can't stand the sight of even fake blood i think you could probably handle it
4: yeah exactly the all oh, the the the, the the deterrent is the gore. It's not like super scary. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it, and it has the low budget and comic timing that let, that makes you feel a little safer and at home. Yeah. They're and, not, yeah. They,
2: they're they uh, like, I, we've talked about this, that there are some horror movies where the, their point is for you to have a good time as the yeah. viewer. Mm-hmm. that I can do. You're kind of
4: in on it. You're kind uh-huh. of in on it is uh, the way I would, I would describe it. Yeah. I think you're right. They're like, they, they're like, You can be scared if you want, but mostly just come along for the ride. Uh I I think you can handle it. I barely know you, and I think you can handle it. (laughs) Thank you.
2: (laughs) I, I think that I think I can as well.
1: And apparently, there were, or Neil Marshall at least, had ideas for a sequel and potentially also for a trilogy. But that's fun I don't, But then he's yeah I've been interviewed him and been like yeah no that's never Going to happen but <laughs> But we can dream I feel like I'd watch a sequel to this movie and You never know it just does feel like the kind of movie
2: Especially because given that it didn't have a US Theatrical release I know so many people who Think this movie totally rules And I'm like it's a movie I've like Heard about and heard about and heard about It seems like the kind of movie that 20, 25 years later would be like, they're making another and everyone would be really pumped about yeah. it. Yeah.
4: Re- it's, it, it, it'll be, re- it'll be remade soon enough. And we will not. Uh, yeah, we yeah. We that's will probably not, true. We will not like the Killian Murphy dog.
5: <laughs>
2: I don't
4: know.
2: Hell yeah. I'm so happy to have done this. I also feel so lucky to have another, we another like fun like I mean, one. We haven't had a real depressing one in a, in a minute, and I'm pleased. Sometimes
1: we, yeah, leave these feeling very bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Not today. Yeah.
4: Not today. That Today's well, not that day. Sometimes horror movies, without the context of watching them, in the context of just someone describing the plot, they're just like a little too fucked up. Yep. but when you watch it you're like oh it's fun I see what they're going for but if you're like and then the father had been raping the daughter for a generation you know what I mean like yeah, it's like it, when you like describe it you're like oh fuck that's awful to hear I'm in a bad yep. mood now yep <laughs> you guys yeah. know better than me <laughs> yep we've definitely
1: experienced we've definitely sometimes experienced that.
2: sometimes. The this can ruin a a day. This can really like leave leave me with the bad remainder of my weekend. But not today. Not today. (laughs) Today the horror is the world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tomorrow the horror is the world. Today it's Happy Birthday Tom, which is all I'll be thinking about. (laughs) Sixty years of Tom is we're so blessed. Not enough. Not enough. It'll never be enough. Never enough. He'll keep giving us perfect film after perfect film, and we're not worthy. (laughs) <laughs> um, Thank you so much Gabers for coming on For picking this movie
4: Of course Thank you for having me This was a true pleasure
2: This was Such a treat Yeah uh, You know We mentioned High and Mighty Podcast What Else would you like To plug What's coming up Where should our listeners Check you out
4: At this point In the uh, If you're a movie fan If you listen to uh, Too Scary Didn't Watch Because you like movies um, I have a movie podcast Called Action Boys We have several hundred episodes behind a paywall but we have a few free episodes that you can find pretty easily with some light googling uh, mm-hmm. get, get hooked get a sniff get addicted come back for more uh, nice. get your five dollars a month squared away mm-hmm. uh but also I have a TV show premiering July fourteenth at ten thirty PM, which I believe is tomorrow.
2: Yes, if you're listening in real time. If you're listening to
4: real time, it's eleven days after Tom Cruise's birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, up. that's how we measure time. If anyone's using the Tom calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people are Gregorian, some people are Mayan time spiral, and a lot of (laughs) us run on the cruise calendar. The cruisian, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the show is called 101 Places to Party Before You Die, and it's pretty much all there in the (laughs) title. It's not uh, as deep as one would believe. It's me and my buddy Adam Pally, who I think people are fans of, and we travel the country and party and see if we can <laughs> f- we'll see what that's like for two 40 year old friends to be partying together hell again, yeah like we used to yeah
2: hell yeah seems you seem to have survived it
4: we survived it it uh i w- to survive your dream job is an interesting <laughs> point of view but i did manage to survive my absolute dream job uh <laughs> so that's on true tv um, and uh, if you're a cord cutter I don't know what the fuck to tell you uh, figure it out uh, truetv.com or something I don't know uh, send your mom's DVR just like whenever yeah, you yeah know.
2: sneak a password from somebody you can yeah, do it
4: you can do it I trust you pirate <laughs> it I don't give a fuck just watch it that's all that matters to me <laughs> uh, so, and thank you guys for letting me uh, do a little plugs there
2: yeah everybody check it out tomorrow and or uh, 11 days after uh Perusian New Year.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, however you describe it. Yeah. However,
1: you describe it.
2: Well, I guess we gotta do a, a freaking British accent. Yeah, we sign right, off Sammy? with
1: an accent. I feel ill prepared. Let me think okay. of a statement here. <laughs> what do they say? I've got one for I've got one for, you I've got one for okay. you guys. I've got one for you guys. Okay, let's hear it.
4: Women, aka Birds. Oh, birds. You shite, innit? shite innit.
1: <laughs> in it. Shite in it. Shite. In it <laughs> from all from all of us here at Too Scary didn't watch. That was pretty good. Yeah, didn't watch. I like that watch. watch. You know, goodbye. Isn't Short, it? Isn't Cheers, it? mate. <laughs> Cheers. Hey.
2: Goodbye. Piss off. Piss off. Piss off. Hey. Piss off.
1: Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary. Didn't watch. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really want to make our day, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want even more content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye. That was a HeadGum
5: Podcast.